The Walton Art Center Broadway series will continue next week when the national touring production of Roald Dahl's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory starts a six-day, eight-show run on Tuesday night. The story about pure imagination, with darker tones about consumption, greed, and consumerism, is anchored by three protagonists, the titular Charlie, the eccentric Willy Wonka, and Grandpa Joe. Charlie chaperoned for a tour of Wonka's factory. Steve McCoy is Grandpa Joe for this tour, and this month we reached him when the production was in Rochester, New York. I told him I thought Grandpa Joe was the most interesting of the three because he's a mix of skepticism and hope. I think you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, there's a line in the show where Charlie says, um, uh, is Mr. Wonka really going to do that or is he just kidding? And I say a line, I think he might be both. So yes, he, he has a really willingness to want to believe that this is going on with an underlying skepticism in throughout the whole show. Except the beginning. You know, the, the way we like to talk about the show, it's really two shows in one. The first act is really all about Charlie and his grandfather and the family. Um, and the golden ticket winners pop in and out. And then the second half is really this fantastical journey through the factory. And it's really kind of two different plays. One's a story about a family and this, you know, down and out kid with all his imagination and dreams for the future and hopes, trying to find what he wants. And then the second act is full of, you know, the fantastical journey. And as soon as Grandpa Joe gets in there, yeah, he's definitely skeptical, but wants to believe really badly. Which sounds like, you know, a great character for 2021, <laughs> wanting to believe. Oh, that. my gosh. Yes, <laughs> totally, totally, totally. This is such a beloved book, then a beloved film, then it's a beloved musical. I'm going to guess that w through this tour and through the previous one, you have been on stage in front of some young patrons who might be seeing their first ever live theater. Have you thought about that? Yeah, I think about that every night when the overture starts and I hear those trumpets going, bum, 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 a world of imagination. You know, it's, yeah, it's their first experience and what a great show for that. I'm so proud and honored to be a lot of people's first time seeing theater and seeing what theater can do and what it can bring to your imagination and what it can do to your hopes and dreams for the future. Cause I know when I was a kid that, I mean, that's what hooked me. My, my first show I saw, I was like, wow, people actually do this. And then my mom said, and they get paid for it too. And I was like blown away. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it, yeah, it's an honor. And when I hear the kids laugh in the audience, um, you know, they're uninhibited. They laugh at, you know, parts that we sometimes don't think is funny, that they think is hilarious. And it's really a great feeling to hear that uninhibited laughter and joy coming from the audience. And we hear it every night. Okay, this brings something up. I've often wondered about actors in, in national touring productions. Can a, I don't know, San Antonio audience be different than a Rochester, New York audience? I mean... Can you hear or feel differences in different cities? Totally. Really? Totally. Totally. You can totally feel differences. Um, um, it depends on what theater is, that city, whether it's just 
an event that they have a season subscription to that they go to every week and one show might be better than the next, but they go anyway, or it can be, um, a special event like a couple times, three or four times so far in our cities, we've been the opening show after COVID. Mm. And I got to tell you the feeling it, it kind of chokes me up when I talk about it. The feeling in the audience of us being there and them being back for the first time is just really, really magical. Because I can remember, you know, I, I've been doing the show, been involved in it for three years. You know, we started the tour um, uh, about five or six months before COVID hit. And then we stopped dead after our second week in Detroit. And I was wondering, when we started again, are people going to come back? Do people want to put themselves in the situation, albeit very safe, wherever we go? Um, and they've been coming back in droves, to my delight. You know, people have really, really, really missed this. But the audiences can be very different from town to town, very reserved in some places and very boisterous and crazy. Like we, we are in Rochester right now. And we had our opening night last night and the audience went crazy <laughs> for the Oompa Loompas when they first saw them. They, they didn't know what they were going to be, but when they first saw them, they went nuts. And other times it's just like, you always get applause when they come out because it's so fantastical the way they've been created. Um, but you know, yeah, there's definitely a difference from city to city. This, this is a, a story about imagination, obviously, and I don't want you to give anything right. away, but but what we see on the stage is through a choreographer's imagination, a set designer's imagination. You've used the word fantastical a couple of times. How, how without giving away surprises, would you describe what we will see, especially in that second act when we're in the factory? You will see um, as, as much as you can for a stage production rather than a movie. Um, the set designers and costume designers interpretation of, I think what they saw in that original film, that original Gene Wilder movie, um, albeit a lot more colorful. Um, you see that room where he brings them in, where everything's made out of edible things. We create that on the stage, the iconic, you know, golden ticket winners, all those bratty children, um, um, their costumes, albeit maybe updated a little, are the ones that you recognize and everything. Um, but the set designer and the costume designers, both who are, are, are award-winning uh, designers, have done an incredible job. Um, we just got a review um, when we opened in Syracuse that uh, you won't see a better physical production you know, than this show. And I, I totally agree. It definitely creates a world that, that is unlike anything you've ever seen before. Oh, that sounds exciting. Finally. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the, one of the major pieces of this uh, work is a golden ticket that, you know, allows you to get this tour. Right. And, you know, right. looking at your resume and the national tours and all the productions you've been in, I wonder if you feel like performing is your golden ticket. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is my golden ticket. I have been afforded by doing this incredible job that I do. I call it a job, but 
a lot of times, and I have in my earlier years done it for free or little money, um, just to get to perform. It, it got me opportunity to see the world. Fayetteville, uh, say Fayetteville, we're coming to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not to put anything down, but I don't think a family from New York is going to say, oh, let's go to Fayetteville for our family vacation. But I've been to Fayetteville, and it's an incredible city. In places like Des Moines and other places around the country, it's afforded me the opportunity to see these incredible places in our country that a lot of people don't get to see. And, you know, the more I see them, the more I realize that people are just people. They're just like us. People, you know, have these preconceived notions. People from the city are different than people from the country. But but we're all just people. And it's given me the opportunity to really cement that in my brain. You know, and uh, I feel very honored to get to do what I get to do and get to meet the people that I get to meet and uh, the cast that I work with, especially this one. People say this all the time. Uh, we really are like a big family, you know, and watch out for each other and take care of each other, especially during these times, you know. Well, Steve McCoy, enjoy your time in Rochester. We look forward to seeing you uh, with a run that begins later this month at Walton Art Center. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Oh, my pleasure. Steve McCoy is Grandpa Joe in the national touring production of Roald Dahl's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The six-day, eight-show run at Walton Art Center begins Tuesday night. You can find out much more at waltonartcenter.org.